Hey, what's up everyone? Thank you so much for tuning in, joining me today with the Till Death podcast. I am Mindy Spencer. I'm so excited for this topic and to be with you all today. Um, this has been a topic that the Lord has absolutely laid on my heart. So as people are jumping on, um, I just am excited. Um, thank you so much for sharing this. Thank you for uh, being a part and making this exciting. I'm glad that, and I pray that it's encouraging to you. Um, hey, Randy. Hey, Teresa. But anyway, we'll hop right into this. Um, I am talking today about the topic of praise. Um, this is something that some people have lived out and are great at, and it seems almost as though they're just always happy, always joyful, always thankful, all of these things. And um, I know for myself, this topic specifically has kind of gotten, it like comes and ebbs and flows almost. But what I want to talk about it, why I want to talk about it today is because it is absolutely important for every single person to learn the importance of praise. Not just when things are going great, but to remain consistent, to remain uh, steadfast in, in praising the Lord because it's powerful. Um, and what we need to know is that a lot of times I think we can look at praise and think, uh, you know, praise is for people who are energetic and exciting and um, outgoing and bold. And that's not at all what praise is for. The Bible doesn't say that praise is only for the bold and outgoing and crazy. Praise is for every single person. So if you feel like you're more reserved or conservative or shy, you know, whatever that might be, I want to let you know today that the Bible says praise is for everyone. Um, the word is very clear in Psalms 150. Six, it says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. It's so exciting. But what I want to see here, and um, I titled this, Is Your Praise Powerful or Pitiful? Because it's important that we can determine which one we are. Um, if we have pitiful praise or a lack of praise, or you know, we're probably going to struggle to see breakthrough in our life. We're probably going to struggle to see you know, we're probably going to stay discouraged or depressed or all of those things. But if we can learn to have powerful praise, we'll see great and mighty things from the Lord. So why don't we do this? Or why does praise, why is it something that we only do when something good happens in our lives? I'm sure we all know it's easy when things are going great in our lives, you know, um, Maybe we got a raise at work, or maybe we've been hitting all those grades we've been shooting at, or maybe, you know, we've been got a healthy check of approval from the doctor. Who knows what it is, but whatever it is, when things seem to be going great in life, it can almost seem easier to be like, oh, thank you, Jesus, this is awesome. Or we just simply don't because everything's going great. But why don't we? Why don't we praise at all times, especially when those hard times come? But this is something that we need to learn to determine in our hearts. Um, so what I want to show is that so many times we've bought into a lie that says, well, you have to respond and react based on 
your uh, circumstance or situation or, well, that's just the cards I've been dealt or that's just how our family is or that's just how I'm feeling. That is a lie from the pits of hell. You do not have to be dictated by every thought, emotion, and feeling that comes in your direction or situation. And don't get me wrong. I know there are some crazy, crazy heavy situations that can come against us in this life. And, you know, but there's a way out. There's always a way out, and it can be done through our praise to the Lord. Um, but, you know, I feel like oftentimes we look at when those things come, um, when we look at, you know, our situation, our circumstance, our feelings, it's like we go down through a checklist almost of, well, what are my options first? You know, instead of turning right to the Word of God or, you know, shouting, you know what, God, you're still good. You're still faithful. Instead of turning and doing those things, we go down through this list of options, um, whether that be, you know, okay, well, let me talk about it to my family or my spouse or my friends or, you know, what does the doctor say? Or, you know, I need to call my bank. Or uh, we just go through all these options first when we should be going to the Word of God first. That should always be our number one. We need to train our brains, rewire your brain to go and see what God's Word says about your situation or what God's Word says about your emotions. Um, so, so that's not what we're being dictated by. Um, or we go to, you know, we'll go to like WebMD and diagnose ourselves with what we're feeling and boom, now we're going to die in three minutes. Like, it's crazy. Don't do that. Um, you know, or we go to Facebook with our problems and we're expecting to find answers and comfort from people. And don't get me wrong, I love friends and family. People can be encouraging, but nothing's going to bring change to your situation like the Word of God, like the like Jesus, because He's powerful. He can make a way where there is no way. We've got to get to a place where the first thing we do is go to the Word of God and begin to praise the Lord. Um, because let's be honest. None of these things, you know, they're not going to be able, they don't have the power to bring breakthrough in your life. They don't have the power to bring the breakthrough that you desire and that you're looking for. It's important that, okay, the Word of God is the only thing that can genuinely bring true change to your life. Now, they might give you an, some encouragement and make you feel better, but let's be honest, that they're, they're not going to actually bring the breakthrough um, and that desire that you're looking for. So what, what some things we need to understand here is that your praise is absolutely powerful. Um, so what do we do? You know, um, we can see so many things in this world um, that are, are big time. You know, depression, anxiety, those are huge right now. Um, and I'm not denying the fact that they are very real. Um, I see so many times where it's like people are trying to convince through memes and posts and stuff that they're trying to convince people that anxiety is real. Yes, it is in fact very real. Depression is very real. Um, I know before I served Jesus, I dealt with both of these. I used to get anxiety attacks all the time. Um, and since I've given my heart to Jesus, and confessed him as Lord and declared him as my healer, I haven't had an anxiety attack or panic attack in over 
eight years now. It's been amazing because God is so good. But I'm not denying the fact that those things are not real. But what we need to understand is that they're not from God. They never come from the Lord. They don't come. He doesn't put bad things on people. He doesn't put depression on you. He doesn't put anxiety on you. And he doesn't want those things for you. But how do we break free from this? You break free from those things through praising God. And praising God is simple. It's just opening up your mouth and declaring his goodness, his faithfulness, thanking him that you're alive today, thanking him for changing your life, for dying for you. We, we don't need to make this, uh, you know, complex. It's not complex at all. So along with depression and anxiety, um, I dealt with extreme anger. I don't even, I can't even say that it was anger. I dealt with like rage within seconds. I just felt like something overwhelmed me to the place of like, there's no turning back from this. I was angry um, and it, it, you know, was not a nice feeling. It was not a good feeling. Um, I felt defeated in that. I felt like I had no control in that. Um, but you know, what I did with that is like, that became my focus. That became the thing that I focused on all the time of, of trying not to get angry or, well, I don't want to get angry. And when I get angry, it's this or that. And this is how it makes me feel. I began to glorify that thing um, instead of, well, I didn't really know how to deal with it then. This was still before Jesus. But, you know, a lot of the times if you're born again, if you have Jesus and you're saved, um, a lot of the times, you know, the enemy will try to use the things that you've overcome against you. Um, but it doesn't mean you have to accept it back into your life. It doesn't mean that it has to be a part of your life just because it was before. But with that being said, I mean, there's been moments where I felt like anger trying to come on my life or trying to take hold of my life again. But what I've learned and what the Lord has been speaking to me this year is that there is so much power when you begin to praise who I am. Am I not bigger than that anger? Am I not bigger than that depression, that anxiety, that sickness, that financial burden? Am I not bigger than uh, being bullied? Am I not bigger than a lot of these issues that we face in life? And you know, I had to come to terms in knowing that absolutely God is bigger than every single thing that would try to come against your life. And you know, I, like I said, I've gone in pockets of this where it'd be up and down. You know, if I got around the right people, I'd have so much fun jumping and praising the Lord and shouting and being excited and genuinely loving God so much. Um, and then it was like I'm back into a mode of worship or just kind of in my feelings or my thoughts. And that's not where God wants you. He doesn't want you on a roller coaster. He wants you to remain consistent and growing every single time. So if we look at praise... Praise works like a magnifying glass. So we know if we take a magnifying glass and we put it over small print words, it's going to make those things bigger. So when we praise the Lord, what we're doing is saying, I'm making you bigger than any situation, anything that would try to come against me, any, you know, any sickness, any disease, any uh, negative thought, every, every bit of depression, anxiety. I'm praising you and I'm magnifying your name. I'm magnifying who you are in my life and I'm declaring that you're bigger, that you're better, that they're stronger, that there's nothing impossible for you when we praise the Lord. It begins to magnify God. It puts him over. It shifts your focus off of the issue, off of the pain, off of 
you know, everything that's going on in your life and it puts it on the Lord. The only one, the only one who can bring real change and healing to your situation every single time. Make him bigger. Um, I love what David said. He said, um, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me from all my fears. That's Psalm 34, 3 through 4. I absolutely love that. He's saying right there, magnify the Lord. Make him bigger. Make him bigger than that fear. Make him bigger than that problem. Make him bigger than, you know, your worries and your doubts. Magnify the Lord. You know, it's a mistake to wait until we have no problems or fewer problems or our problems are solved before we go to the Lord. Like, you won't find that in the Bible anywhere. It's like, oh, make yourself whole first. Make, you know, make yourself right. Fix your problems and then come to the cross. It says come as you are, but come with a, a heart ready to praise the Lord, to thank him for his goodness. Um, the word is so clear on his goodness that he is a healer. He's a provider. He's a savior. He brings peace and joy. There are so many things to praise the Lord about. So don't wait until your problems are fixed or gone. Start praising them right now. You might be in the midst of a storm. You might have just gotten some devastating news. It's not time to get discouraged, although your feelings will try to convince you to be sad and discouraged and to be down and out and to worry. Every feeling will always show up to try to convince you otherwise. But that's where you have to just come against those feelings. You have to come against that with the word of God and say, no, I'm going to magnify the Lord. I'm going to make him bigger. He can make a way where there is no way. He's the God of the impossible. When you begin to do that, God starts to move on your behalf every single time. Don't wait until you have no issue or no problem to glorify God, to make him bigger. Um, you know, and we, we do, we get ourselves so down and out when this is our focus. You know, we begin to confess our fears. We begin to confess our, our concerns and we go based on our emotions and don't get me wrong. Like emotions are good. God gave us emotions, but he didn't tell us to be dictated and controlled by our emotions. You're never to be dictated and controlled by your emotions. Um, so don't allow them to run and rule your life. Um, but what you need to determine, what am I feeding? What am I magnifying? What am I making bigger in my life? What are you listening to? What are you declaring out of your mouth? You know, all those things are important. Are you spewing out of your mouth every fear, you know, uh, about all the problems you have with your spouse or all the issues you have financially? Or, you know, are you talking about that sickness to everyone, especially people who aren't going to have the faith to believe for healing with you. You know, what are you speaking out? What are you declaring out of your mouth? The The Bible says that there's power. There's life and death, power in the tongue. You have the, you have the choice to speak out life or to speak out death over every single situation. What are, you, what are you feeding? What are you focused on? Are you focused on the issue or are you focused on the goodness of God? And this is what we have to determine. See, um... You know, Facebook has become such a huge platform, and I'm thankful for it because it's a tool. I look at it as a tool. I don't personally look at it as a, you know, I'm going to post all my feelings and emotions because let's just, like, for real, it doesn't bring any kind of help. 
honestly, it really annoys people, I think, mostly than anything. Um, when you just are constantly posting all of your feelings and your sadness and gloom all over Facebook, your problems. Like, no one wants to hear that all the time. But we do it, um, especially if, you know, I'm just speaking for Christians. I know sometimes, you know, we can get on there and be negative, and that's not what we're supposed to be doing. Um, we'll do it, and we'll post it on there thinking, well, at least this will bring me comfort because someone will agree with me or, you know, they'll understand. And it, it like, almost justifies how we're feeling and it feeds into the outcome that we don't want don't do this um you know well hey i need you to stand with this on here like just just stop we need to start praising god we need to declare his goodness over everything every single time um you know we're we do this and we do it and we don't want to say anything against it because it's like we're afraid of offending people. Listen, I'm not on here to purposely offend anybody, but I'm going to declare what I believe the word of God says because I believe it is truth. I've already seen what it's done in my own life and I've seen what it's done in so many other people's lives. So I'm not going to be offended. I'm going to declare the word of God over my situation. I'm not going to make my situation bigger and blast it all over. I'm going to declare the word of God and I'm going to speak that over my situation. And I'm going to put a praise with it saying, God, you're faithful. You're good. You're so awesome. This is easy for you. There's nothing that you cannot do every single time. And I want to encourage you to start doing the same. Stop glorifying the wrong thing. That is not your identity. That's not what God has for you. That's not what he's given you. He's given you more. He said, um, his word says he's come to bring life and life more abundantly. So that's what we have to remember. All throughout his word is, is just full of promises and goodness. And that's what he has for you. Um, you know, the music culture today is very much on, man, let's just keep them in their fields. If they're depressed well we'll just make songs that will keep them there that will coddle their feelings that will you know pacify their depression or their anger or you know we can go through the list you know music is it's crazy um and it really will keep you right there um even in the church world you know uh, music has gotten more worship focused which worship is great i'm not saying worship is bad we need to worship but we can't properly worship the Lord until we've properly praised the Lord. And it's so important to understand. Um, and, you know, again, I'm not condemning anybody because I found myself in this place. Um, at home, you know, I love to spend time with Jesus. I'd read my Bible. I'd put worship music on. And it was just like I could just sit there and worship the Lord. And then I would get frustrated because I'd still be dealing with the same things and not seeing any kind of breakthrough in my life. Um, so I'm not saying worship is bad. You need it, but we have to learn how to praise God beforehand. We need to, we need to learn how to break those things off before we enter in to a deeper place with the Lord. Um, and you know, worship can easily become about us and can be soulish and can be all about us versus, you know, really making God bigger and glorifying him. You know, my husband and I, we work with, we work with uh, teenagers, um, young adults, and a lot of the times if during a service, worship music's on, you'll see a couple girls like hugging each other and sobbing. 
And when you go over and find out, they're not crying because God is so good and he set them free and all these. They're crying because of their situations. And we just, we can make it about us. It's too easy to make it about us. And um, worship can be, it's easy. Yeah, honestly, it's easy. You know, uh, we don't really have to do much. We can just sit silently during worship and close our eyes and not speak any words and maybe lift our hands and that's it. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no fight in that. It's easy to do. You know, there's nothing that we're, we have to lay down in order to worship the Lord. Um, so we get a habit of doing this and you never push your flesh or your own desires or your soul to a place of like, okay, God, I'm ready to see breakthrough. We don't do anything to cause our flesh or our soul to become uncomfortable. So we just go right to worship every single time. And there's a danger in that. Um, it's not about being comfortable. You know, praising God is not about being comfortable. Um, and a lot of times worship can just make it, you know, be comfortable. But it's not about that. We need to learn to praise the Lord. Um, every single season of your, every every day, every season, every hour, no matter what you go through, the, the very best of times to the very worst of times, we need to learn to praise at all times. Um, fill your day with it. I mean, since I've dedicated this whole year to praising God like above and beyond than I ever have, I've had such a different shift in my attitude, a, a different shift in walking with joy. It's built my faith up. Um, it'll change your at, the atmosphere that you're in. It will. You'll see. You will see breakthrough. It is powerful. Um, so I want to encourage you. Every single moment, instead of taking a coffee break or, you know, on your lunch break, go have a praise break. Go in your car and turn up the music, blast it, and, man, get loud. Get uncomfortable. Cause your flesh to do something it's never had to do before. I'm telling you, that's where the breakthrough is. That's where the healing comes. That's where God can answer your prayers quickly. Every single time, a new joy will be released in your life. Peace will be released to your life like never before. So there's a couple things we can praise the Lord for. His acts, you know, you need to recall all of the good things he's done for your life. And, you know, on some of those days where it feels like you're having a hard time, like, what do I thank him for? Man, simply thank him for dying for you. The, he died on a cross for you and me. He had you and me in mind when he died on a cross because he loves you so, so much. If you've got nothing else to thank him for, you can simply thank him for that. When we can't properly praise the Lord and thank him for that, it's as if we're saying what he did was in vain. And I never want to say, excuse me, I never want to make it that what he did for me on the cross was in vain. He gave up his life for me and you. So I just want to encourage you, praise the Lord all the every single moment of every day. I don't care if Man, like I said, I don't care if all hell is breaking loose in your life. It's going to start to confuse the enemy when you start letting out a praise out of your mouth. Um, so praise him for his goodness um, and what he does, who he is. There's so many reasons. There's so many things to praise the Lord for. Praise him for his power, his love, his grace, his mercy, you know, his guidance. There's so many things to praise the Lord for. It's a spiritual battle. That's the thing. Like, it is not just a religious thing that you do at church. 
Although that's what some people think it is, and that's what some people make it. But it's not that at all. It's so spiritual. It's it's supernatural. It's powerful. It is not just some cute little religious thing. It is changing things in the atmosphere, in the spirit realm. Um, so, again, don't get caught up in the religious garb of like, well, it's just something they do at church, and they sing a few songs, and they clap their hands if they do that. And then they move on. No, it is so powerful. Um, it's much more than just a cute song and a few words that you repeat over and over again. Um, it does something. It releases the very presence and nature of God into your life and to that situation. That's powerful. That's what it begins to do in your life. Um, when we can stay in constant praise, when troubles try to come on your life, they have to go quickly every single time. Um, it's not just for Sundays or when an organ's playing, you know, it's for all the time. You can do it in your car. People probably think I'm crazy and I don't really care to be honest. Um, but my kids will be in the car with me and we'll have praise music blasting and we'll be clapping our hands and we'll be shouting and people probably look at us like, what are they doing? They're nuts. But you know what? I don't care because a joy sparks up in my spirit. Faith rises within my spirit, and I see God doing something that I wouldn't normally see him do. And I'm telling you, you can walk in it. It's a joy. His joy is your strength. And when you can praise the Lord and be thankful for his goodness and declare the good things he's done for your life, that begins to change and mold every single day exactly how he has ordained it for you. Um, you know, as... As Christians, especially leaders, you know, we get to cultivate the, the atmosphere that we want to be a part of and that we want other people. You know, if I want my kids to have the joy and a peace and to feel to walk in victory every day, then I have I'm the one who has to cultivate that atmosphere for them of praise. It's not about emotions, it's not about your feelings, it's not based on what the world says. Why do we have to be like the world? You know, be set apart in every situation and circumstance. Begin to shout to the Lord. Um, so let's just look at some examples in the Bible, because why not, obviously. Um, Joshua 6, 3 through 5, it says, You shall march around the city, all you men of war. You shall go around the city once, then you shall do it six days. And seven priests shall, shall bear seven trumpets of ram, ram's horns before the ark. On the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times, and then the priests shall priest shall blow the trumpets it shall come to pass when they make a long blast with the ram's horn and when you hear the sound of the trumpet that all the people shall shout with a great shout then the walls of the city will fall down flat and the people shall go up every man straight before him i love that because they were not instructed to lay down quietly before the lord no they were instructed to shout to clap to give God glory and honor, and that's when the walls fell down. That's when they got their victory. I'm telling you right now, when you begin to let out a shout to God, God, you're so good. I love you. Thank you for doing this for me. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you that you love me. When you begin to shout out, God, you're mighty. There's nothing that can come against you. There's no one that compares to you. When you begin to do that, victory is right there for you. Breakthrough is right there for you. Every Every single time, 
They it didn't happen when they were silent. It didn't happen when they you know find a few people to agree with them. It happened in their shout of praise to God. Um, another example we see in Acts 16, Paul and Silas. Okay, these dudes were thrown in prison. This isn't like some cute prison cell like we got today where they get to watch TV and have a blanket and a toilet. This was like a dungeon, dark, dirty, um, in the lowest part of the building, no light, um, probably moldy, probably rats. I'm talking like disgusting, okay? And then they were chained up against the wall to where it would bring physical pain to their bodies. I don't know about you. I've never been put in any kind of situation like that. But this is so powerful because they still were willing to say that even though we're in this and this is sucky, we're still going to choose to see that God is good, that he's faithful. And they started begin to sing songs of praise. It didn't say they began to worship the Lord. They began to praise the Lord. And when they did that, God broke them out of prison. He got them out. So can you imagine what it would look like in your life today, begin to think about that thing that you've been struggling with or that you wanted breakthrough in or, or that you, you know, you want to see a change in. What would it look like if you began to just right now let out a huge shout to the Lord? What would it look like? You need to understand that praise is a great weapon. See, praise will confuse the devil every single time. Anything that he tries to throw against you. The word says that, uh, the weapon may be formed, but it will not prosper. So things might try to come against you. I'm not denying the fact and living in some fairy tale world where it's like, well, you know, things don't just, ha you know, things do try, though it may be formed, but it doesn't have to prosper. That's what I love. This praise will confuse the enemy because it doesn't make sense to him. When you're going through that thing or you get that diagnosis or you're in financial, you know, strain, um, and you begin to be joyful and praise the Lord for his goodness. I mean, in anybody's right mind, if we're happy during a time where it's hard and challenging, it confuses people, let alone what it does to the, the enemy. We need to be begin to praise God. It will confuse him every single time. Um, praise will always create the right atmosphere for the Holy Spirit to move and work. And God can answer your prayers quickly. Um, this is not just for things that come against you, but man, let's just be real. Some of us have day-to-day -day tasks that we have to do that we've maybe gotten tired in or we feel like, oh man, this is a struggle or this is boring or I'm, no, even, even the everyday day-to-day tasks, you can have a new refreshing spirit put in you. You can have joy. You can have peace. You can have excitement, fresh vision when you begin to open your mouth and shout the goodness of God. Every single time, it will renew you. Psalms 8-2 says, You have taught children and infants to tell of your strength, silencing your enemy and all who oppose you. It's saying right here, when you begin <laughs> to let out a sound to Jesus, to the Lord of his goodness and, and the great things he's done, it's going to silence your enemies every single time because they don't know how to respond to it. It doesn't make sense to them. What? This isn't working. We're going to have to back off every single time. And again, um, 2 Corinthians 10, 4, it says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. So it's not saying you're going to fight these things with a natural weapon, you know, that we would see in this world. But 
spiritual, supernatural, and it's praise. Praise is supernatural. That's what we need to understand. We're fighting a spiritual battle, and it's already been won. That's the awesome part. It's already been won. The enemy's already defeated. Everything that you deal with, every sickness, every disease, every burden, every hurt, anything that would try to come against you, Jesus already took it on the cross. He already won the victory every single time. The word of the Lord, it says that um, the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. So that means if he inhabits the praises of his people and his presence is with us when we praise him, well, where the presence of the Lord is, there's always freedom. There's freedom from your depression. There's freedom from your anxiety. There's healing for your sickness. There's, there's financial breakthrough for you. He wants to take every hurt and pain, and he wants to replace it with joy and peace. I'm telling you, this is not just some made-up fairy tale of cute stories. This is the word of the living God. It is truth, and it will change your situation when you begin to praise God every single time. That anger has to go. Every single time, it's going to release joy. You get to walk in victory, and you get to be a testimony and have breakthrough in your life. This is not about hype or just coming and doing some cute religious thing. I'm not about that. I don't like fake. I don't like pretend. I want the real deal. And when you want to see God and you want him to answer and hear you, you need to make him great in your life, and you need to just begin even right now. It's time to get aggressive against every single thing that would try to come against God and his word. I'm sorry. Everything that opposes Jesus, sickness, disease, depression, anger, anxiety, sin, um, hurt, offense. I don't care what it is. It's not from God. He, didn't, he doesn't want it for you. And he wants to take it from you. But we need to get aggressive against these things. And how do we do that? By letting out a shout of praise. By clapping our hands. By jumping up and down. Start to get excited about what God has done in your life. And what he's done in other people's lives. It's powerful. People don't like praise because it's uncomfortable, it can be loud, it can draw attention. Um, but you want to know whose attention it gets? It gets God's attention and he says, you know what, I see you and I got an answer for you. It's coming. It will cause you to do something crazy and out of the norm every single time. You see, praise, when you begin to praise, it's going to yoke up your flesh. I'm telling you, it's going to shake it. It's going to say no. You start to jump, start to clap, start to do something that you would never normally do and watch the breakthrough happen. Watch the victory come. Watch that joy be released in your life like never before. It's powerful. You need to start. The word says that the Lord is looking over the whole earth. He turns back and forth, looking over the whole earth to see whose hearts are fully turned towards him. When you praise, you're magnifying the Lord and you're making him bigger. You're going to get God's attention and he's going to move on your behalf because he loves you for no other reason than he loves you. This is what it, why it's so powerful. Praise will always cause that thing you focus on to grow and get bigger. So if you're focusing on the Lord, then the Lord's always going to be bigger. It's going to give you great power. We can look at David's life. You know, uh, David was, the Bible says, was a man after God's own heart. But we know he had a lot of stuff happening. He had a man constantly trying to kill him because he was jealous. He had things coming against him. He fought in wars and armies. But every single time, 
he gave praise to the Lord. Um, Psalms 9, 1 through 2, it says, I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell of all of your marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. Psalms 138, 1, I will praise you with my whole heart again. Whole heart. Not just when you feel like it or when it's comfortable. Because let's be real, there's going to be moments where you're not going to feel like praising God. When you get that bad news, that is a moment where your mind's going to try to overtake you. Your emotions are going to try to overtake you. But that's where you have to be aware in your thinking. Be aware in your mindset to say, no, 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 no. With my whole heart, I will praise the Lord. He's bigger than this situation every single time. It's time to praise like never before. We live in a culture where it's just so sad. There's so much fear. There's so much depression. And it's time to take a stand against that. I'm sick and tired of it. I've seen what it's done in my own life. And praise will bring the power of God into your life every single time. Isaiah 61.3, it says, The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. If you're dealing with depression, that heaviness, that sadness that overwhelms you, you need to put on a garment of praise. We do this by putting action to our thoughts, to our thinking. If you think God's good, well then shout it out of your mouth. Begin to clap your hands and declare it and let him take that spirit of heaviness right off you. It should be the first thing we do every single day. And did you know that when you begin to share your testimony with those around you of God good, God's goodness, that's a, that's a form and a way we can praise God because it's giving glory to him. It's thanking him. It's recognizing him for who he is in your life. It's absolutely powerful. Psalms 104, it says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Psalms 111, 1 through 4. Praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart again. My whole heart. In the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. The works of the Lord are great. Studied by all who have pleasure in them. His works, um, his work is honorable, glorious, and his righteousness endures forever. He made us his wonderful work to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. Shout joyfully to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth in song. Rejoice and sing praises. That's Psalm 98.4. I'm telling you, the word is full of instruction. It is a command from heaven to praise God every single time. And sometimes it's going to feel like it's a sacrifice. Those moments where you don't feel like it, those moments where you've been overtaken by your emotions, you know, it might be a sacrifice of praise, but you need to open up your mouth. Psalm 77, 10 through 12, it says, and I said, this is my anguish. So it's, he's saying right here, here's my issue. I'm not denying the fact that there's an issue here, but, but I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember your wonders of old. I will also meditate on all your works and talk of your deeds. He's saying right here, although this is what I'm dealing with right now, I'm going to remember every time you came through. I'm going to remember every promise. I'm going to remember every time you, you were next to me. You didn't leave me. I'm going to remember every time you brought victory over my enemies. Every time he's remembering and declaring it out of his mouth. Praise is what he did. 
praise him for what he's done, praise him for what he's doing, and praise him for what he will do. He doesn't stop working on your behalf because he loves you so dearly. Psalm 56, you know, it talked about all the troubles that, that David's life, that he that he dealt with. He dealt with a lot of stuff, but every single time it points back that he made a choice. He made a choice every time that I'm going to praise God because I know his promises and I know he's true and I know he has his, my best interest in mind because he loves me. He is an awesome God. I'm telling you. Psalms 47.1, come everyone, clap your hands, shout to God with a joyful praise. It's it's time to get loud. No more shrinking back. No more falling to your personality of, well, I'm a little shy or more reserved or conservative. I'm not as bold. Or, no, that's not what praise is about. It has no respecter. It is for every single person to do. If you want to see breakthrough in your life, if you want to see God move in your life, if you want to know God more, you need to begin to praise him. Praising God, it's simple, and it's just simply making him bigger and declaring who he is than any situation there is nothing in this world man there is nothing that can come against god he is bigger and better than any of those things it's time to take take charge of your life with praising the lord and create the atmosphere and let it be powerful in your life you know i watched my daughter sophia we were driving home last night in the car, and, you know, my kids, they love this. They're they're all in on this, and this is not something I force them to do. They see me do it, and they also see what it produces in their own life. But she was singing this song, and I believe it was just coming out of her little heart, and she was just declaring, like, God will never fight us. He, he loves us. He wants good things for us. I love you, Jesus. I'll never leave you. You're the best. You're the best. You're the best. That simply right there is praising God. And I'm telling you, it doesn't have to be difficult. You don't have to say the right things. It's just simply having a thankfulness, having a heart of gratitude turned towards the Lord, letting him know that I trust you and I believe that you're bigger than any situation in my life. I pray that this was encouraging to you today. Um, and man, if you've never done it before, I want to encourage you, make the commitment today to begin to praise God like you've never praised him before. Don't wait, you know, uh, till a Pentecostal church service or you get around a friend who's a little extra out there. You know, don't wait for those things. And it doesn't have to just be that. There's no tag on praise. Like, oh, well, I'm not Pentecostal or I'm not this or that. Like, just praise God because he's good every single time. I'm telling you. Get encouraged today and begin to praise the Lord. Thank you so much for uh, joining me today, and I pray that this encouraged you and blessed you. I love you, and have a great day.